Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs, baby face Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Poly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How we doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Wow, you guys, all three of you had nice, robust voice. Like you, like you just got out of a like a sauna, like you just went to a two-day spa. I'm still exhausted. I'm trying to fight this, getting Boy, it's so dry and the smoke and everything else in Vegas, and uh, we're back. But I don't, I don't feel hundred percent, Brian. I know your ears are messed up; they always are when you go to Vegas. It's, uh, but you guys all sound good. What's going on? Yeah, well, I'll tell you. Yeah, my voice the last like two days in Vegas, my throat was killing me. I guess you, you know, like Harry said, it was air conditioning in the in the pillows. <laughs> the air conditioning, <laughs> Harry. What kind of air conditioning leaves you whole? I don't understand. I'm telling you, when I woke up, I couldn't. I, I was my 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 mouth was so dry by 5 a.m. and I and I coughing and I needed well, something to drink so bad I couldn't even swallow. It was the air conditioning. It's, crying, it's too loud. All right, Barley Kid. I don't know. It's uh, you, you, Barley Kid's usually the one that doesn't have a voice. He's screaming at um. My uh, my know. voice is well trained, Sal. It's it's, it's yeah. a grizzled voice. I guess so. Like, uh, like Springsteen. Yeah. Even when it's yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, lots of good story. We were so this is proper Palooza live. We came back. Great time over there in Vegas. Lots of dedicated fans coming out there all the way from Denver and Montreal. Imagine showing a passport to meet all of us. Ridiculous. We gave out winning betting slips. Um. People were amazed like they it's so funny. I saw some some people like they came up to like as I was entering the Kimmel Comedy Club, I saw Harry getting scolded by Ken. It was like it was as if we set it up, but we didn't. It was uh, like we were doing uh, right. like civil war, <laughs> like civil war reenactments. And oh, look, they're over there. There's a, a shoe cobbler cleaning his musket. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's. There's Ken yelling at Harry for no reason. So that was nice of you, Harry, to give the people a little bonus um, viewing like that. I'm a team player like that. Sure. So. <laughs> so what happened was you won money. It's OK if you lose money, but if you win money, Ken has to hold it. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's ridiculous. well, I'm not supposed to be playing video poker. Oh, you're not supposed. So that's quite an arrangement. No, so if you had played so- and lost. Yeah. Right. So I just happened to pull three aces on a dollar machine and I pulled the two with the ace for four thousand dollars. Who knew? Nice. And then it went right to Ken. Good. Right to Ken. And I still I still haven't gotten him back. I was gonna ask you still haven't gotten it. Yep. That's what I figured. No, you're not getting that back. That's his money now. Um, and so lots of good Harry didn't it got worse from there. I mean, you were a winner, but then on the way home, well, tell me also about your flying Southwest. We yeah. all got crushed with Southwest and getting delayed. Right. It was a mess. Uh, it was a rainy mess everywhere we were trying to go, but go ahead. We got crushed with Southwest. Um, my flight was delayed two and a half hours and it was all stormy that day. We were all supposed to be leaving. So weather was bad. Um, I get to the airport and I, I find we finally get on the plane and we're on the runway for like an hour waiting hour, hour and a half. And I'm in the last row. <laughs> speaking of AC, I'm in the last row of South on Southwest flight. 
There's no AC going, so it's hot in the plane. And I'm in the very, like I said, last row. And I'm a pretty big guy. And I'm in a row with two other guys that are bigger than me. So three big guys, all tight in there, no air on the runway for almost 90 minutes after a two and a half delay. Just brutal. I love it. I that love must it. have been absolute torture from a guy who is used to flying private jets yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Right. I mean, I, was, I, I like good. the idea. I'm glad like that a, happened. Hey, and oh, to which, be honest, I, I, I had of, to hold. I, which one of these passengers is married to a Southwest employee? Oh, right. It's that guy in the in the last row flanked by two markers. <laughs> it's that guy. Yeah, that's it. He gets hurt. Not to mention I had to not to mention this, I had to hold it in. I had to unload. I, there's no way I was. All good. right, Harry. Come on. Oh, come on. So we're, we're trying to keep this fun and you have to we get it. We get it. You take uh, monster craps. Okay. Good. <laughs> Babyface, what do you think of this? So so many great stories. So many. So much fun. I mean, Harry, to his credit, does know the quickest way around Vegas. And uh, one night we were going to dinner. Uh, Brian Parley kid and Meatball saw this. He was very proud of these $350 shoes that he was given for his mm -hmm. birthday. And while they look nice, they I don't think they exactly fit Harry. A lot of complaining about these shoes. And uh, the other thing we learned is not good at, at, at bending down to tie these shoes. Oh, yeah. There's a picture of someone yeah. tying his shoes for him. It's great. It's Meatface. Oh, that's yeah, right. Me that's right. Me yeah. Face. Babyface's brother. Yeah. So at one point we're on a moving walkway and Harry's like, oh, these shoes are killing me. It's, it's pouring mm. out. So now the shoes are ruined. These poor $350 shoes. You can see his, his feet are busting out of them like Fred Flintstone. Right. And he leans over on the leaning walkway and he just start, starts to fall on the leaning walkway. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> Lord. He, you know, he's like, he was on the ropes like a boxer. What a disaster. <laughs> Look what a out, disaster. Jesse. Uh, yeah, Harry, I wouldn't say Harry is knows the, knows the quickest way around Las Vegas that he proved, um, was not true a few years ago when he couldn't set the record for most casinos bed in 24 hours, but he's just pretty good. Doesn't know his way on a uh, escalator. That's for sure. Um, all right. Extra points.com slash arcade. We still have con. We, you know, we gave away free betting slips all weekend long. We gave, uh, what was it? Steve and Amy got the 12 to one Stetson Bennett first touchdown. We had to get Georgia by 25 or more points paid plus 300. It was great. We're giving out betting slips. Doesn't stop now. Extra points.com slash arcade hundred dollars for the pick em contest. Nice gold cap. You get for the, uh, what do we call for the prop quiz contest? Do that now, but right now, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, Harry, I'm going to let you oh, handle no, this because you had a midweek bed ache in uh, college hoops and it sounded hilarious. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I put I put something together and... Uh, I had a nice weekend, so I actually have included Eddie Spaghetti, Parlay Kid, and Mikey Meatballs in on it. I said they're in for 100 on this parlay that I made uh, on on, uh, on Wednesday, and uh, it, it was a 10-teamer. I would already have seven in with two left, and I had Creighton against Xavier. Plus two and a half. Now, I did see the line in some places go to like three and a half. Some people said they had three and a half, but I had plus two and a half. They are winning the entire game, creating the entire game until the end. All of a sudden, with four seconds to go, the lead is four. I'm getting plus two and a half. 
Creighton comes down with a second left, knocks down a three to go down one, and I'm plus two and a half. Of course, the inbounds comes in, 0.5 seconds, foul. So <laughs> you go to the free throw line with no timeouts on the other side, so just front rim it, and the game's over. The guy makes both free throws. Xavier wins by three, and all of us lose plus the two and a half, and Wait everything in comes in perfectly. Everything right. else comes in. I don't know where these. Where do you want to start with this, Brian? Where where this is uh, this is delusional? Like he's got seven out of ten well, teams in. Well, so this he, is the yeah, better. he said yeah. he had a ten team parlay. He said seven in and two left. So he screwed yeah. up the number there. Uh, was, right, right, right. And the other oh, one was crazy. One, one, one of them's a minus three twenty tonight. <laughs> one of them's a minus three twenty. One of the other ones, the Seahawks, right, or something. But all right. Yeah, so, but the the, uh, the other thing is you you were um you were down four with two seconds left. So. I don't know. But, but covering the, the entire game, All winning right. the entire game. I don't know, Parlay Kid, if I agree about hit, missing the front end. Weird stuff could happen. Was it exactly one second? Was it a little more than one? 0.8 seconds. You hit the front rim. What are you supposed to do with it? That's the same thing. You might as well. You, might as well make you shouldn't make. You shouldn't make both free throws. It's well, worse. in college, you don't no. get to advance the ball. Yeah, right. right. So, what do you, yeah, might wait, as well. Time out. Up. What? What? At 0.5 you, seconds. If you make both free throws, it's worse. No, it isn't worse. You still have to make it. Not really. If you go up three, it's still at 0.5. You're going to turn around and you can throw the ball all the way down the court. If you front rim it, you can't. Ari makes a good point. It's a valid point. I guess you can't. I I think at that point, the chances of winning either way are probably. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think it's a a definite that you miss the front end, right? Well, the problem there What's is, it matter? The problem is, is if you intentionally try to miss there and you miss the rim and like, yeah, then it's an inbound anyway. Like, yeah. you know, I you guess have, you have two problem. shots to do it. All right. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But uh, that is a bad ache. I guess if you were winning all game, but let's play the music anyway. Meatballs. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad All right, so listen, uh, another no, bedache. This is for Bry. Derek Carr said goodbye to the Raiders this morning. I didn't even read it. Um, people are praising him. What did, what did it say, Bry? Did you tear up? Um, I didn't tear. I he just thanked the uh, thanked the fans, thanked the city. I, I didn't I didn't even see the whole thing to be honest with you. But um, yeah, look, again, I'm not a. I was never really a car guy. Um, but this franchise has been awful for a long time. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to fully blame him for, for all the, all the issues we've had, but I, I I'm uh, glad we're, we're going to move on to somebody else. I, I think nine years was enough of car for a Raider fan. Uh, more mm-hmm. than enough. I, I was surprised that it happened. I mean, if you told, you know, the way the season was going, you know, halfway through uh, my assumption was he was going to be back regardless. So, uh, but yeah, right. no, they got they got to move on. I, I hope they I hope we draft a quarterback. I mean, you talk about who who do you want to blame in the Raiders organization? The, this guy we spoke to over the weekend, no longer with the Raiders, but absolutely the guy you want to. But he came to the prop of Palooza. He is the one behind. I don't want to I don't want to list the name. Should I should I say his name? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how far we can front with this. No, so yeah, there you go with the Raiders. No Derek Carr. Uh, he is going to be playing for the Baltimore Ravens next year. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Uh, so we got these six wild card games. We're going to go over them tomorrow. We can tell you right now, Lamar Jackson is not playing. 
Um, we have to speculate, is he worth the risk at this point to re-sign him? Franchise tagging him seems like the fairest compromise of all for a guy who's missed six games and then five the f- year before. And it doesn't seem like he could stay healthy, Parley kid. But Lamar Jackson, I don't blame him. If he's like 70%, yeah, I wouldn't want to play either on Sunday in a game that they're most likely going to lose anyway. But I, I see everyone's side of this, and I don't see the Ravens making a, uh, you know, opening up their checkbooks to him anytime in the offseason. No, I think uh, maybe the ship is sailing on this, Sal, which uh, would be very intriguing for the rest of the league to see uh, Lamar hit the open market. Uh, I don't blame him. Uh, you know, he didn't get the money when he wanted it. Uh, unless he's 100%, he probably really should not play in this game at this time. Uh, you know, can't risk getting injured, especially the way he plays, right? He's right. he's going to, for them to win, he has to play a style that could lead to injury. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's got to do what's best for him. I know he's got his teammates and stuff like that now, but uh, if the organization really didn't do right by him, I'm not sure if he needs to uh, reciprocate there, Sal, on the other end and, and play. You know? Yeah. Harry, what do you think with Lamar? Is he a Raven next year? I still think he is, though, because uh, what else are they really going to go with? What's going to improve it? He needs to be there, I think. It's still, uh, they don't throw the ball really that well. They're much 30th overall. A lot of it's not his fault when he's not in there, but he's got to be there to run the ball, too. And give Dobbins a chance, too. Dobbins has had a full season. He's been there two years, hasn't been a full season. They should be playing together. <laughs> I agree with Harry um, that you shouldn't blame Lamar for them not throwing the ball well when he's not in there. Uh, we should, as a nation, agree with that. No, uh, brother Brian. The other guy's yeah. not so good. He's fine. well. That's the thing. They're they're a touchdown worse when he's not in there. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's like uh, twenty five to twenty three to sixteen, I think, points per game. And um, we're going to go over that tomorrow. But um, yeah, Brian, I don't like if Derek Carr is their quarterback or something like that. I, I just, it's weird to think of this offense without Lamar, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think this is the same situation with Dak, right? When he was hurt years ago, um, a couple yeah. of years ago, and then Not got the many, contract yeah. after. I think it's got to be mm-hmm. the, it's got to be the same exact thing because we're, you know, yeah, if you have Derek Carr there, you're worse. Your team is not set up. You don't, there's not, I mean, besides Andrews, there's not a ton of, I mean, I guess you'll bait him when he comes back, but there's not a ton of skill on this team to be throwing the ball all over the place. At least, at least we don't see that, right? They're significantly mm-hmm. worse without mm-hmm. Lamar. So I think, I think he comes back. Maybe there's some, you know, maybe there's some contract adjustment that they can get out of after like three years, but uh, he's, he's got to come back for them. I, I'm with you. Ravens follow the Cowboys lead. Sign the injured quarterback, and you too could have a play caller who leads the league in interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on? You better win, Parlay Kid. All right, we'll get into that. Yep. The floor is gone. He leaves the Jets. That's interesting. Man, there could be, I don't know where, Parlay Kid, what are you guys hearing on the East Coast with the floor? I mean, where does this, this uh, opens things up in, in a weird way around the league now? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, you know, LaFleur just a couple of years ago was one of those hot young coaches right now uh, after kind of a a dismal run here with uh, the Jets. And I think it was probably the right move by the Jets. Um, They didn't Uh see any type of development in uh, their number one draft pick of uh, two years ago in Wilson. And uh, their offense was very stagnant at times. I do think they are missing some pieces on that side of the ball. 
But uh, I'm sure LaFleur uh, has uh, will end up on his feet somewhere. I would not even be surprised if we were to see him end up in the college game as a head coach somewhere, hmm. maybe. Yeah. Uh, speaking of head coaches, Denver is meeting with Sean Payton on Monday mm. in LA, which is weird to me. It's like what they take him to a nice restaurant. Like, Oh yeah. Well, this is great. Wow. You're, you're really showing me a good time at catch here in LA. Uh, maybe I'll stay here. Maybe I'll coach the Rams, but anyway, Denver <laughs> would have to give up Harry a first round pick. They're already a mess, right? With the uh, Russell Wilson trade. And they'd have to give up at least a first round pick to New Orleans to get Sean Payton. Worth it? Nah, I don't think so. I think Sean Payton's overrated. Hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, I, when he won the Super Bowl against the Colts, all those years after that, you know how many playoff games he won after that? Zero. Well, zero. the one thing Eight I'll say years, is zero. He, he he did okay with a uh, – I know he didn't win play all the playoff games, but he, he did okay with an aging quarterback, Brian, right? He Drew Brees is one of the few that consistently checked down and didn't embarrass himself in the league. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they do, though, because if you have to give up a first then, when when is their next first-round pick they have then? 2025? Yeah, that's true. Do they have to trade for a first round pick to get right. it then to trade? Well, for that? I guess that they, well, you know what? They got one back, right? Didn't they get one back when they traded Chubb to the Dolphins? That's true. Yep. Yeah, they did so, that. Early. I yeah. don't know. You know, maybe it's worth the risk. As long as you can guarantee that Payton's not going to just get up and run after. Right. You know, given a huge contract and he's done after two or three years. Because I, I, I don't know what they, I don't know what they do. I don't know where they go, where they go mm-hmm. from here. I guess, yeah. Maybe it's worth it, Sal. If you're giving up like a, I don't know. If you're well, you're going to have a couple lean years anyway, draft, right? You're maybe. the you're the AFC West, right? right. Probably right. not going to compete uh, with the Chiefs uh, or the Chargers next year or even the year after, right? So I mean, that, I'd want to go to the Chargers if that frees up, you know, at some, yeah. at some point. Well, let's talk about that. Are there any head coaches on the hot seat this weekend if the playoff team loses? Is it Coach Dale? I know that da- uh, Darren's a big fan. Coach Dale, Dayton guy. Uh, Mike McCarthy. Let's start with McCarthy. Jerry Jones says no, uh, Parlay kid. And if you know, if you look at history and the regular season and the guy putting up good numbers, and Mike McCarthy has, it does seem like he's going to stay even uh, with an embarrassing loss to the Bucks. Yeah, I think McCarthy is coming back regardless here, Sal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's uh, you know, Jerry Jones has been pretty good with that when he's, he's stuck to his word on several occasions when, yep. you know, when we used to hear that Garrett would be back, he came back, right. It's um, that's how it was. I, and if he's saying that about McCarthy, he's had good regular seasons. Uh, yep. So I think he'll be back regardless of what happens this week. Harry, what about if the Staley goes into Jacksonville and uh, the Jags went by double digits? Yeah, I think Staley definitely is one. He went five and seven last twelve games of the season last year and missed the playoffs after losing that uh, loser go home game in the final week of the season against Bryant's Raiders. Made terrible analytical decisions late in the season, especially in that Thursday night game against Kansas City when he's going for fourth downs all over. He cost them that game, and that ultimately did cost them the playoffs this year. They haven't been fully healthy all season until basically yeah. last week. And there was no reason to play his starters at all. They played the entire game. Mike Williams, of course, gets hurt at the end of the game. Uh, he's probably going to give it a go on Saturday. But still, let's see how uh, how he does. Maybe he's not even just a decoy because he can't go out and make those plays that he's accustomed to. I think it was really dumb. 
And if they lose to Jacksonville for a second time this year, I think it's sayonara for uh, Darren's boy Staley. Whoa. All right. That's a tough call. I think I bet they give him another year before they cut cut ties with them. Uh, I'm trying to look at these other playoff teams. Uh, Dayball, gone. Gone. Absolutely gone if he uh, <laughs> loses. Now, Spaghetti can't hear me. Uh, Babyface, what do you think? Oh, Bowls maybe for Tampa. Bowls, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if there's a, if there's a, sorry, Joel, but yeah, I feel like if there's a blowout in that game, Tampa gets blown out. Bulls has got, well, he's got to go probably. I think, yeah, or, or conversely, he's playing for his job. If, if they win, I mean, that's how do you not bring him back? Right. Interesting. Uh, Parley kid, we can't blow this. Uh, I'll tell you who blew something. The all pro team is out and no Micah Parsons and no Sauce Gardner. I don't even know if they, this should be a thing anymore. There's no Pro Bowl game anymore. They have, uh, all different kinds of events set up. Um, but Paul, I kid, no Micah Parsons. The guy up until three weeks ago was up for defensive player of the year, but he's not going to make it. They're better defenders. It, it makes no sense, Sal. So just throw this out now. It doesn't mean anything to yeah. make the Pro Bowl. So it's 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 irrelevant. It has become irrelevant. It doesn't matter. I think this cert might help us as Cowboys fans out because I think this is going to add a lot of fuel to Parsons' fire here. And we know, uh-huh. know he's got a lot of fire raging already. Uh, and I just think this is going to be extra motivation for him to have a great game coming up and really just a great career. So I think he's, I think he'll play with a chip on his shoulder for the rest of his career because of this. So You know what but, I've been calling him, Parley Kid? I've been calling him Micah Possum because that's what he's playing. And he's going to play the Bucks. Playing Possum, Micah. I know what you're doing for the last month. Numbers have been down. But it's going to come out with a, a devastating uh, passing attack or a pass rush, as pass I rush. should say. Pass the, the rush. Thing, the thing with yeah. this, Sal, though, this was voted on by the players, right? This one. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, so something they, got, they have to figure that out. Yeah, it was is he, interesting. Is he not well liked? I'm not sure what what this means. And Sauce Gardner, uh, another one. You figure it should be up there anyway. Um, let's look back at our original picks to make or miss the playoffs. Anyone have any big losers or winners? My, my best was the Broncos to come in fourth place. Uh, everybody was saying that, that, that AFC West was going to have four playoff teams. I definitely had the Broncos to come in last. I didn't think Russ would be that bad. Brian, did you have any that you're proud of? Um, no, I did like the Broncos. I, I will say I did like the Broncos too, to finish in last there. Um, mm-hmm. I was pretty bad. I think I'm on. I mean, yeah. I had, you know, I had the, the Vikings. I mean, I think we all had the Vikings to make the playoffs. I had right? the Packers to make. Yeah. But, I had yeah the Vikings pack, to make Packers it, yeah. too, as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think I was pretty. I thought my two, uh, I thought my the two Seahawks were good. would be was, good. Uh, and they, they stunk. And I think I, had Char- since, I think I had Chargers. I had since they didn't make the playoffs, but I had a. Uh, Harry's not going to let you it, finish, Brian. He's very excited to announce this. Yeah, go ahead. It's fine. But, uh, and no on Saints. No, no, no to make, uh, no for the Saints to make the playoffs. You guys loved them. I love the I Saints. Love I love the Raiders. Um, I don't know. Bar- Parley kid, which did you have? Now, I know I know. I didn't have the Saints to make the playoffs, so definitely down on the Saints. I think I actually questioned Sal when he took the Saints. Well, well you know, you end up taking – I was going to take my Cowboys for the East, right? And I like the Packers, and I like Tampa for the South. And then I'm like, uh, I'm like I got to take a chance here. I like the Rams. I'm like, what am I – where am I going? I have to take an upset here. So I switched Tampa to New Orleans. I thought it would yeah. come down to the wire. And uh, and that was it. Babyface, you're saying Parley Kid love the Patriots? Well, he loves the Patriots every year, but especially this year. <laughs> and uh, 
Unfortunately, one of the rare times Parlay Kid got it wrong, and they were close. I give them credit; they were really close. Uh, did I love the Patriots this year? I thought I thought that was last season when I was all over the Patriots. I don't know. Saints yeah. had to have been the top three most boring team to watch all season. Boring. Top three. That's boring. that's the truth. Really weird. Boring. weren't weren't boring when they spanked uh, Brother Bry's Raiders. But Raiders. Other than yeah. that, they were they yeah, were really yeah. bad. Uh, all right, Shout let's out the take, Raiders. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll go over some uh, first player drafted and oh the afc championship if it's a neutral site they picked they've already picked the city talk about that when we get back have you been betting with the caesar sportsbook and casino app if so keep it up because every bet earns with caesar's rewards that means win or lose you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets free stays bonuses and more and if not well when you get started your first bet is on caesar's register with promo code omaha full and place your first bet up to twelve hundred and fifty dollars if you win congrats if you don't You'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 years plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit, $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call one 800 bets off Louisiana call 1-877-770-STOP. License through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, so this is weird. So the AFC championship, if sh if it should matter, mm -hmm. I think this only matters if the Bills go against the Chiefs, right, Bri? That yeah. it's in a neutral site? Because yeah. if the Bengals play the Chiefs, it won't matter because the Bengals... Will would have been 
a win short either way, even if you give them that win against Buffalo, right? So right. that doesn't matter. But if Buffalo ends up going against the Chiefs, that game is now in Atlanta. And the Bills lost the Super Bowl in Atlanta, right, Harry? It was the second one against the Cowboys. Dallas, yeah. But uh, I, I don't like this. I like it outside. doesn't have to be a blizzard. I know Jeff Schwartz said the Rose Bowl. Martin Weiss said the Rose Bowl. I don't mind, like, Bishop Sycamore High School is a good good spot. Yeah, for this, I don't think. They, do they have a field? I don't even think oh, they, they have don't? a field. What? I don't know. I don't is this know. a they surprise? <laughs> Maybe I, even the alley where we had the uh, football tossing <laughs> contest, it's a little tight, but right there behind Jimmy Kimmel Live, uh, com- Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. Uh, Parley Kid, where did you think this game should have been played? Yeah, I, I thought Pittsburgh would have been a pretty good destination um, hmm. in, in this case. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I like you said, I was thinking just like, um, the weather being where it might would be cold. It would fit the probably somewhere in between playing Buffalo and KC. Uh, I just right. thought th- that would be the best case scenario. You have some rabid fans, uh, in Pittsburgh itself. It's a great football city, uh, and not really far away enough where the chiefs fans couldn't travel there. Certainly mm-hmm. Buffalo might have a little edge, probably a little closer, uh, there. So, I thought that would have been a nice place to play. All right. Uh, Harry, what do you think? I thought maybe just where we were at, Las Vegas. Uh, I think it'd be a nice practice, if you will, before they get the Super Bowl next year. Bill's Mafia traveling invades Las Vegas. Uh, We know they travel really well. And also, um, Kansas City, we were just there against the Raiders, and there was a lot more Kansas City fans, it seemed like, than Raiders fans. So they'd be there, too. That'd be fun. Can I just a wild weekend in Sin City. I'm distracted because I just um, saw this and I thought of you immediately, Harry, uh, like uh, Fox News alert or something. Punches fly as shirtless man brawls with fellow airline passenger over seat (laughs) assignment. Is this really not you? Oh, boy. Harry, are we going to see? Is this going to pop up here? (laughs) No? (laughs) Yeah, but is that what do you mean? Bangladesh Airlines, probably not you. All right. All right, you're lucky. <laughs> that's uh, that's next month with Ken. Babyface, um, what, what what did you think? Oh, you're saying Harry Harry's lying about where it should have been played? I, I really thought Harry was going to go Qatar there because they built all those stadiums that are just sitting there now. And I mean, why not why not play it there? You know? Yeah, that's true. If Harry's going to get there, one uh, hell or high water, he's going to get there. All right, yep. uh, Brian, you yeah, this is a good good choice here. What you said here. Well, there's a couple of things I was thinking about. It's like, right. Yeah. I mean, you brought this up, right. But do you want the elements for both these teams? Cause both these teams at home would be playing in the elements or do right. you not want... in a dome, at least not in a dome. Right. 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 It's weird. I know. Or, exactly. or do you want, I mean, I will say, look, if you want a great high scoring game, then I guess the dome makes sense. Although last year, right. They still played in the elements and it was super high scoring. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was originally thinking, um, when I first was thinking about this, I thought they would maybe land on like Detroit or, or yeah, an, another dome. I, I guess Vegas is probably too far, although that's a great destination. That's best for the fans. Like yeah. Harry was saying, if you're going to travel anyway, if they can um, get the air conditioning, right. I think that would be <laughs> ideal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought the most, actually, I really thought the most fair was like to play in Chicago, right? Because it's right in between pretty much both cities mm-hmm. made the most sense, but 
that statement, I could totally see that being all dirt, right? And then like guys slipping all over the place. So then right. I thought, all right, maybe the Packers makes the most sense, right? To play in Green Bay, just that stadium again with the elements. Um, yeah, to me, that made the most sense. I think that would be the most fun uh, for these two teams. But it seems like uh, for whatever reason, this Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I know it's nice, but this seems to be the place where they go for everything. Yeah, they kind of do. They kind of do. Football, I don't know. It's the right. staple. Yeah, they bring that. Isn't that was the Final Four there too? No, was it recently, Harry? I thought, I thought Final Four was in Atlanta or something. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I would say uh, Babylon High School. It's like goose shit everywhere. Uh, I think that would be funny. Seeing Josh Allen try to navigate that. No, that's not true. All right, listen. Uh, they've been draft odds up for a long time now. Who's going to be the number one pick? In the 2023 draft, Bryce Young is the favorite, minus 110. CJ Stroud, plus 200. Paulie Kid, you like Bryce Young here, favorite. Yeah, jump on Bryce Young right now while he's 110. You're probably getting pretty good value. I know you're going to say, well, what about, you know, what are the Bears? What are they going to do? Well, it's simple. I mean, they're going to they're gonna trade back here, I believe. Um, they made a huge mistake with the Claypool deal, right? Giving up what now is like, but an early pick in the, in the thirties, uh, right. Uh, something like that. Terrible job by them on that. So they're going to recoup that, uh, somewhere, uh, with multiple other picks probably and trade out of that number one. They won't go down too far because I, I think they're going to want to stay somewhere probably in the top, uh, six, seven, eight, may at least the top 10, but I think they'll get like probably a second round pick with it. And who knows, mm-hmm. maybe another possible first round pick, uh, and whoever moves up into that spot is going to grab um, a young. Nice and look, and, or you'll just see fields get traded possibly to a team like the Falcons, maybe uh, mm-hmm. where they could pick up a draft pick for him and uh, then draft young themselves. But I think they'll keep fields and trade out of that first recoup some mistakes that they've made. And young goes one regardless. This would be a lot easier pick if the Texans had secured the number one pick like sure. they should have, except that Lovey Smith went out there and gave the, the franchise a nice going away gift. Uh, sorry, we're winning this game. And now the Texans are number two. So if they do want Bryce Young without any entanglements, they would have to trade up to number one. That is one of the things. But the Bears, like you said, uh, with Justin Fields seem to be happy. So they, that now it becomes the decision, what they want to do. Brian, you also think it's Bryce Young. Yeah. I mean, I look, I will say, I won't spoil your pick, but I do like your pick, obviously easily like your pick. If they go with that, um, mm-hmm. if they, if they actually decide to draft, but I, I do think like part of the kid was saying, like the bears, the last couple of years have, you know, they've traded away a lot of picks. They haven't had a ton of picks over the last couple of years. I mean, there's been drafts where they've, only been able to pick right. in like the third round. So yeah. they need to, they need to acquire some more picks and you, you're going to have teams that are going to look to jump Houston, right? If they love young. So you're going to have, whether it's the Colts, I mean, look, but I could see, I mean, obviously there's teams that could like Stroud too, but um, if you're the Colts or if you're the, I won't say the rate, I can't see the Raiders trading more picks to move up after losing picks for mm-hmm. Adams. But if you're like Carolina, I could see Carolina being like, because, because again, to move up to the one, it's got to be worthwhile for Chicago in terms of, you, you know, getting extra first round picks. I mean, Houston's right. probably after winning that game is not going to want to give 
a lot of draft capital to, to move up to that one spot. So I mm. can definitely see though the Colts or Panthers moving up and, and young young would be young would be the guy there. And I I'd be maybe a little bit I love young. I'd be maybe a little bit worried about him playing in a really, really cold city just because he never has had to do it. Uh but him yeah. and a dome him in a dome, I think would be yeah uh fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of listen, it at even odds, Bryce Young probably the pick. You know, most likely go with a quarterback, whether it's Chicago or they trade it. But I do like the value in Will Anderson, who you alluded to, Alabama linebacker, first two-time unanimous All-American. There was talk that he would had he come out last year, had a chance to go number one or number two or number three. And I could see the Bears. You know, they have to replace Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack. In the last 12 months, they lost these guys to monsters on defense. Get back to the grit of being the Bears that we had knew and loved. There have been some edge rushers in the last, you know, 10 years or so. Trayvon Walker, obviously, was number one pick last year. Clowney, Garrett, Miles Garrett was in there. So if it's not a quarterback, it's like one of those O-line disruptors that kind of wrecking ball type. So I like five to one here. Harry, you're going Will Anderson also. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it just make it easy, Chicago, and take Will Anderson. I know there's been rumors of Bears uh, about Fields being traded. They do not need to trade Fields. They need to go defense, like I said numerous times now after trading Roquan Smith uh, since he's traded to Baltimore. They've given up 25 points or more in every single game. Anderson is what Chicago needs. Last two years at Alabama, 27 and a half total sacks. The Bears need uh, exactly a dominant pass rusher, and that's what he is. Jaquan Brisker led Chicago this past season. Chicago's last in sacks in the NFL. Led the Bears with four sacks. Four. Got to go Will Anderson. Enough of the uh, disputing maybe uh trading fields he's your guy let him be the guy i love it i love it harry all year long justin fields doesn't belong in the league he's not a pro quarterback and it's yeah. like now he's like enough oh. of the trading fields talk right hey <laughs> oh, the ravens are gonna pay Ro- roquan smith why didn't the bears do it they need they drafted him pay him look what he did I, look I, what happens look, I, when I he's gone i could see the bears going defense there but um it would make no sense for them not to trade down and probably still get a, a very good player. Uh, geez, even if they, even if there's rumors of them having talks with other teams, heck, the Texans might be forced to jump onto that one spot, give the Bears what they want to make sure they <clears> get young. They slide to two. They're still getting Anderson. I mean, something it, it would, we also got to no remember, Darren, for them is to not trade year, that pick. Zero year after year after year, the Bears front office. More than they're not, they're not that bright, but they're also very cheap too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but either way, trade them, but still, if you if you well, want, did he just say they're not that bright, but they're I don't also know. very I mean, stupid? They're not that bright, but he said Justin Fields doesn't belong in the league, so I don't know who's not that bright. You want to apologize to him again, Harry? No, I just think that he's. I just think the way he runs the offense, he's the guy. You need the defense to Apology be a little bit, accepted. a little bit better. Good job, good job by you. <laughs> a lot better, actually. All right, uh, let's take another break. We'll give you a play of the day. We went three and one on Tuesday. We'll be right back. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, here's our play of the day. You know, as uh, the sports, as football winds down, we're going to be doing this probably every day. We're going to give you a freebie for the week. Harry, you said on Extra Points, these guys give out free picks every day on ExtraPoints.com. Check out their picks. Harry, what, you've won four in a row, you said? Four in a row and a two-team over parlay last night that won by about a combined, uh, like, 80 points. In hockey? No. No, that's a basketball. Okay. (laughs) <clears throat> Harry's been oh, yeah. uh, Harry's over crazy. He's 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 not over the overs, that's for sure. In Vegas, over everything, overs in hockey, now overs in basketball. But anyway, four no. We went three and one. Paulie Kid lost. Paulie Kid's like, oh, brother Bry, you take uh Dayton. They're my favorite team. That's my alma mater. I'll take the Islanders. I'm gonna talk uh, all about how the East is better than the West, and they lost to Dallas. But now Paulie Kid, you're going with a West team. Albeit well, they're playing another West. In the right. West here, Sal. Blues right. at home. At home, playing the Calgary Flames. Uh, both teams have a very similar record here, and yet they're plus 140. Okay, Calgary is already 0-2 against them this year to start the season, uh, and they've lost eight out of their last nine against St. Louis, and St. Louis is 16-6-1 in the last 23 against the Flames. Flames have not been a good road team this year. They've struggled on it. Well, I'll take the uh, take basically these teams are very similar in terms of points and record. So I'll take the home team getting plus 140 here. Mm. I'll take John Ham's blues, Sal. There you go. John Ham's got some money on the blues to uh, hoist the cup this year. Uh, I- I'm doing something similar. Teams with very even records on the hardwood in college, uh, except I'm taking the road team. Colorado Buffaloes plus three and a half over USC. One's 11 and five. One's 11 and six. Trojans are two and six against the spread as a three and a half point favorite or better. I'm going to go with the Buffaloes. Tristan De Silva, 15 and five averaging. He's been a uh, hot lately. USC hasn't played in a week. And before that, they lost to UCLA and at Washington state by 10. I'm not sure why this number is so high. I know coach Tad Boyle gets his team rolling even more after blowing out Oregon and Oregon state this week by 20 plus both games. Uh, Buffs win 79 72 brother Bry, you also taking a plus three and a half in college yeah uh, no i'm i'm taking the pro what is this oh this, this is, is portland this is the trailblazers yeah, now they yeah, have a protein I think they do i'm taking the trailblazers getting three and a half look i will say lillard still questionable for tonight so we're not 100 percent mm. sure if he's playing yet uh but they're playing the cavaliers look they've been bad they've lost eight of their last 10 but seven of those have been on the road they are a solid team at home where they're 10 and six against the spread. And Cleveland, Cleveland's just been a bad road team. They're six, 12 and two against the spread here. So I think you're getting a little bit of value with 
uh, Portland as a home team getting three and a half. And look, we have to wait for Lillard, but uh, I still like, even without Lillard in this game, I still like them to, to come up right. with potentially. The, uh, sportsish guy and Kevin Hanch and I and uh, Joe House have a bet on, I think that it's Charlotte to not make the playoffs and Portland to not make the playoffs. Okay. That's and we looking, were looking good so far. Yeah, well, Charlotte's like 10 games out of the yeah. eight spot, and Portland was eight and two, and now tied for 10th or something. So yeah. uh, I'm sure now that I jinxed it, they'll go on a six game <laughs> run here. All right, Harry, what is this nonsense? You should be. You should appreciate my not my research for this one, Sal. Listen, I've got, I'm going to go college hoops. I got a total. University of Texas at Arlington Mavericks and the Grand Canyon Antelopes under 125 and a half points. The Mavericks of UT Arlington, 18 straight Division One games. They have failed to hit 70. Uh, Grand Canyon is 248th in Division One in field goal percentage. And the Mavericks are 348th in field goal percentage, under 125 and a half. They don't hit 115. <laughs> 125 and a half is as low as... Right, I mean that. That's if it's not. I've uh, seen one ten. Virginia usually has. Virginia usually has. Virginia with one tens. Virginia, you got some Ivy League schools, and then yeah. you know, I don't know. They're usually in the one thirties. Uh, You're gonna bet right. this one, Harry. You seem very confident. No, low way. Lopes up, Darren. Lopes up. There you go. Uh, all right, we talked <laughs> I about. It. I bet a T. It's on fire last night. On extra points, we talked about the football toss, the competition. We went further. I made the mistake of saying that Eddie Spaghetti surprised me of how far he, he took that as an insult. He got mad at me. Good Lord. Uh, but His first throw was all we needed to see, Sal. What do you mean? What was it? His I don't first remember. throw, it's just like he did it with such ease, and he just threw it a mile. Well, Mikey Meatballs won the contest. He very simply said, I thought I was going to win, and I won. I went up there and won. So now, But now, mm-hmm. like the, the ones in the middle, like me and Harry, Babyface, the ranked, I, I think Babyface just lost track. I don't think you beat me, Harry. I really don't. And uh, we're going to have to redo that. Uh, I just really wanted to beat you and Damashek. Damashek fell behind. We're going to do it at the beach. I think you're coming out in a few weeks, right? We'll go to the beach. Yeah, we'll right. walk down. Yeah. We'll throw the ball. And that'll be that. I mean, I was. I want a little credit for being the only one to not hit a building with two 30-plus yard throws. <laughs> is that? Is that a, I didn't either. Is there a trophy I didn't for that? You didn't? I didn't, throw, I didn't hit a building. I think Harry, Harry was straight. I hit the building yeah. twice. Yeah, well, but he I didn't hit the get building and then a pole or whatever. That I, right. I he didn't get to 30, though. That's <laughs> the only thing. Uh, all right. Martin so that's lost that. the ball and hit the wall. We're going to be doing that again. We talked about that with Martin. It really was a uh, a, a career-saving move by Babyface uh, buying a second ball. Because I don't know where <laughs> I don't know where Martin would have been working after this. <laughs> there just, just would have been no place for him. Also, they, he might have just been murdered. I wouldn't even know how to fire him. Everyone was so mad. <laughs> it was an angry mob. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Harry, any update with you and Ken? Is he is he st- still upset with you? You don't have your you, you still don't have your money, right? Still don't have my money. Still don't have my money. It's all right. All right. Okay. If anyone has any ideas, how right. Harry it's can get right. his money back. Exactly. The, I will it's say right. the funny thing about that night is Scott was asking Harry for his five hundred dollars. Supposedly Harry had Harry's his brother. But is that yeah. what happened? But Scott couldn't yeah. get it. Scott couldn't get it from Harry because Harry gave all his money to Ken. So I thought oh, that was, so you I didn't even separate that. that. I right? thought that was well, funny. I, I didn't separate it because I didn't know I was going to get ambushed because I didn't think Ken would find out. But somebody had to tell him somebody. Well, and, because you um, didn't tell me in the first place. So I punished you and told Ken. That's how it works. <laughs> and I tell you. Works, and so I tell you, you tell him anyways. 
I, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me. I That's didn't tell point. you, but I, I'm saying if I tell you, I know you. If I tell you, you're if, somehow, some way. If you him. said don't tell Ken, I won. I, I wouldn't say anything. But I heard really? from the parlay kid. He's like, yeah, he's not telling you because he thinks you're going to tell Ken. Yeah, well, at that point, I might as well prove you right. I don't care. I've, he didn't I've tell me either, I've Sal. done that before, to be honest, Sal. He didn't tell me. Oh, really? did I've tell told me you either. before, and you still tell him. Why didn't you Many tell Parlay Kid? Do you think Parlay Kid was going to tell Ken? I had already told enough people. Well, all right. <laughs> Babyface, what do you, what do you make of this? Well, well, now I, you don't have money. I, yeah. did, I did love that the following night when we walked by that machine, and I, I don't want to reveal its location, he touched it like how Notre Dame... He caressed. He caressed his baby. But Harry, he I don't did, understand. Joel, he really did. <laughs> he really did. Also, did. yeah, he like went out I of did. his way to touch it. Um, but Harry, why, I don't understand why you just didn't tell Sal you won less than you did. Like just like oh, I and then that way you could have kept uh, it. Uh, if, it, if it's fifty dollars, he has to give it up. Yeah, he has to Believe give it up. Me, Joel, it doesn't matter. Well, ha- the problem is Harry's worse at keeping a secret than anyone, so he can blame Sal. If anybody else yeah. did this to Harry, he would tell Ken in a heartbeat too. So no, no, I would not tell Ken. I would not. Brian's right with that, Harry. <laughs> Brian yep. is a hundred percent correct with that. No, he's not. Absolutely he's wrong. No, that's not true. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. You're saying it's a different ball game with Ken, your caretaker. <laughs> I mean, this really is like Britney Spears' father here. Like, really can't. Nope. All goes through Ken. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Paul, I kid you owe the Mets and Met fans an apology. We cut ties with Correa, who is now a I, Minnesota twin. And I'll I, tell you what, every, Sal, everyone actually, in my you guys house, all, every, you guys we should all high five each me. other. We all high five each other. Because I'm the guy who said how stupid trying to sign Correa was for that right. type of money and that, that that type of deal. So if anything, I changed Steve Cohen's mind. Oh, you did? You guys all owe me a, a, a thank you for I that. I don't know if that's the truth. I don't know if that's the case. hundred percent. I'm the one who <laughs> he said heard you? that was a terrible signing with his injury, with his injuries. Uh, yeah. Anyway, not good enough. Sep- uh, 60 RBIs, getting a 13-year. Three hundred something million dollar contract. I said that was terrible. I didn't Don't like it. Do it. I Don't didn't like it either way. It. Whoever they paid for, I really. It was like I likened it to, um, you know, when you've had too much to eat at a restaurant and they bring the dessert tray by and you're like, oh crap, they're they're putting this on the table and like, and they walk by with it and you're like, oh, okay, I'm a little I'm a little relieved. Well, that's not really happen, ever happened to me, but I I, yeah. I feel like that's it happens to some people and uh, that's what I felt. It's too much. It's too much good. Try to win with what you got. And then, uh, I mean, we're still, you know, highest. Well, they're going to put that money somewhere else now, Sal. So exactly. It's fine, but yeah, not they, that well, much actually, money, I think they have to but... give it to Ken. I'm pretty sure, like, uh, Steve <laughs> Cohen has to turn it over. Isn't that Korea's, how it works? Correa's losing more money than I am. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Listen, tomorrow we're back with Super Wild Card Weekend Picks. Uh, five games. We'll do the Monday game on Monday, and that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long, and happy handicapping.